This week's episode is brought to you by Having to Pee. A byproduct of drinking over eight cups of water a day, having to pee is the thing that just becomes more and more annoying as you drink more water and... Or if you have, like, diabetes or something, or a bladder infection. Having to pee, the amount of times that I had to hold it during the episode while talking is, like, too much. Hey, everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, the only podcast that makes somebody change their major in college. I think. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rootbeer. And today we are talking about the V Extra Booster 9, The Raging Tactics. Whoa. Yeah, so... Another one. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like we do these once a month or something. I feel like all of these sets that have, like, Tachi, Spikes, whoever, all have, like, the same name. What, just, uh, something about... Like, the grand strategy. Yeah. The aggressive, uh... (laughs) Thought process, like, like <laughs> yeah. If it's got, if it's got uh, Tachikaze or Mega Colony in it, there's something about destroying stuff and something about being smart in there. Yeah, right? the genius and, and then strategy. Fucking spikes works always like, yeah, like just some nonsense, like some fucking like the reckless rampage. We, the, yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. That's <laughs> why <laughs> we should just make a starter pack for these. Anyway, um, so. This set contains Tachikaze, Spike Brothers, and Magic Colony. Um, mm. And to those of us who haven't been on Nexus at Night for a set review, how this works is we go through the cards from the VRs all the way down to the RRs and any commons or rares that interest us. Um, as well, <laughs> so a friend of ours from uh, college that we know, his name's Hao, shout out to Hao. Uh, is so obsessed with Magic Colony that he changed his major to Entomology. That actually happened. What a baller. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he found out we were doing this episode, he asked to be on it, which I had to turn him down for because there's already three of us. But he wrote this extensive-ass like list of bullet points for each of the high-rarity stuff which might mm-hmm. come in with each of the Mega Colony things. So there's like a little bit of a, you know, a garnish on top of Mega Colony today. I have a question that I'm sure the listeners are dying to be answered. What Go was House Major before Entomology? Or before Biology, I guess. I think, I think uh, James was talking about it on a previous episode. It might have been the, the one where we were talking about um, xenophobia. Uh- uh-huh, but mm. what was it? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the point was to lead you away from the question without actually having to say, I can't uh, remember. Uh, so well, thanks I for am, that. I am too, uh, I am, <laughs> I am too stubborn to, uh, <laughs> to fall to that trap. I mean, we all knew that it was going to come to this anyways. Sure. Um, <laughs> Matt, why don't you kick us off? Alrighty, so uh, the fir- the first card that we have is Thundering Sword Dragon Anger Blader. Which clan is this for? I couldn't uh, figure it out. <laughs> uh, although it could be Narukami, I guess, if you were. Yeah. Familiar. It is a grade 3 Excel unit with 12k power, of course. And it's got it Thunder has in the name. act on Vanguard Circle only, where you can put a, re- a rearguard face down as an equipped gauge for another rearguard. Choose one of your opponent's rearguards and retire it. So you throw something in the equip gauge, pop something. Easy enough. So it's not they even have... from the deck, though. You're picking a different rear guard. That's right. So that's, that's cool. Right. 
They're kind of one for one of your opponent, but you get an equip gauge, so I guess you're like up. And then it has uh, when it attacks uh, on Vanguard Circle only, you can counterblast one, stand three of your rear guards with three or more equip gauges each, and all your front row units get power plus 5,000 until end of turn. That's pretty so cool. So you keep shoving equip cages under people, and then they get boat. Then you can do start doing shit when they have a bunch of equip cages. Yeah. This is interesting in that this does not retire your units in any way. No, at all. Mm-hmm. Just it's like um, you just you're taking dino like metal dino parts and attach them to other dinos. Yeah. To build the best dino. Pretty yep. much. But this also means that, so typically in Tachikaze, stuff that retires other things is typically by the Vanguard. Not always, mm-hmm. but most of the time. And uh, this means that because this doesn't retire your own stuff, or not explicitly, you're still getting rid of something, uh, this means that you want to have a front row that's not moving. You want something that is static and that you build up equip gauge on. So... His whole restand still incentivizes you keeping your front row safe, which means that I think they single-handedly kind of gave up an advantage that Tachikaze had before, which was not giving a fuck when your stuff got blown up. Oh, you're going to retire my Blight Tops. Thanks for the free cards, mate. Now it's just Nova Grappler. Kind of. Yeah, so hmm. one thing that is interesting about his first act skill is it, not one, it is not once per turn. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of just mash this shit for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you could discard five cards, put, like, two equip cage there, three equip cage there, or, like, two, two, one or something, and then, like, blow up your opponent's fucking board. Yeah. If you so chose. Like, uh, this is a great way to deal with, like, if you're on six draws or something, the normal draw triggers, you're like, fuck it. Call yeah, it. get in there. Yeah. <laughs> Shove them in, and put them in the equip cage. Uh, it also means it's a way to get gauge without decking yourself out as fast, so that's mm-hmm. an advantage to it. Um, yeah. I don't know if this over- overtakes Gigarex as the main grade 3. I'm sure it does, but uh, could be otherwise. Yeah, I'm not sure. It almost seems like sideways power creep, but you have the two different decks now. Yeah. Um, or you just play both. <laughs> makes sense. I mean, that is the option. Also doing that in Narukami with Detonic Drill yeah. and Gauntlet Buster. Hey, fair. Also, yeah. god damn it, this, the clan order on the list Why? means we can't actually segue the decking out thing. Ah, damn, that was so close. Except except instead, we now have Dead Heat Bull Spike. Uh, So this is a grade 3 for Spike Brothers, 13k, Forest Gift. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, On Vanguard Circle, when your unit attacks, you can Soul Blast 1 and move all of your Force Markers to that unit's circle. What? Sure. I'll I'll get to that in a second. And then, also on Vanguard, when the attack of your unit on a circle with a Force Marker... Does not hit. Draw a card, choose one of your opponent's rear guards, and retire it. So... Oh my god, plussing in Spike Brothers? What the hell? Wait, I know, it's Maelstrom Reverse. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, it totally is. Holy shit. <laughs> Living Probe's gonna be so mad at us. Um, yeah, he is. It's gonna be great. And, yeah. And to the discord again just so he can be mad at me oh yeah it's gonna be fun um so that first skill for a long time people were like why there's a football aesthetic but it doesn't feel like football so that's when you still have the charge mechanic and that was like whatever this is actually you're passing the force marker back and forth like Mm -hmm. a football 
So the real force markers were the friends we made along the way. God damn it, I knew that was coming. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this dude is... So it's a way to like use Spike Brothers' soul that it builds up passively through things like uh, you know Bracky and Wonder Boy. Especially in Standard, where it's not typically... Yeah. Like, using it for much, I don't think. I mean, why would you use this in premium, honestly? Well, you can't stride and use that effect, so it's yeah. not as important, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, for st- it's a way to, like, deal with that. Uh, but I I think it becomes a separate deck than General Safe Read. I possibly. see. Possibly. Or oh, you could, maybe it's a run both and see what happens. And uh, if, if they have any way to, like... You know, like recall rear guards during the battle phase. You could like force markers around and just be really obnoxious with it. Yeah, um, I think yeah. A, the, the best person to talk to about this would be Living Proof, who has been doing uh, his recruiting reports for literally every Spike Brothers card in this set. So we're not <laughs> yeah, the authority on this, and go watch his videos. What? In general, this card seems like pretty good, though. Being yeah. able to just shove like three. Cri- I think. Okay. No, the stacking force two doesn't work. So. Well, okay. So you're not. The Force 2 thing is better on the first ride. So you only, mm-hmm. you're only going to have one Force Gift, but moving it around on all three attacks means yeah. you can put a lot of pressure early. And then every subsequent ride, you would just, like... Kind of sit there. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it sucks you can't, like, fan him out. So I guess this... It, although, it is a way to one. gain advantage early, too. So it might be that you run this first and then switch into Siegfried. Or safe read. Yeah, it's not a bad way to do it. Um, yeah, but uh, most of these skills do not involve putting a card. Or none of these skills involve putting a card from hand into soul. So good for them. Yeah. Moving on. Nice. They did it. <laughs> All right. True demonic rifle rogue gunning Colio. He is a grade three protect gift. Have twelve k a mega colony. So he vanguard when placed. It gets power plus five thousand. Drive plus one. Then. Mill the top card of your opponent's deck. If it's grade 3 or greater, it gets another 10,000 power and drive until the end of the turn. Hmm. And then act Vanguard once per turn. Uh, Soul Blast at grade 3. Mill the top card of your opponent's deck, and your opponent can't call the same grade as that card from his or her hand till the end of turn. So, what I'm seeing is that on the first steal, you mill a trigger every time, and the second steal, you mill a grade 3 every time. Mm. Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I would. Do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems. See, my first instinct is that this is very like medium. Like it has a very high ceiling if you can get its skill off completely, and also has a really low floor if you do that. Yeah, I, I mean, think what I hate most about these cards is I don't know what I'm getting out of it. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, our friend How believes that this is definitely deserving to be the VR. It is a utility card like Zarakiel, this is true. I think like just having the extra drive inherently when you ride means this is going to be a pretty strong advantage engine as long as you can keep riding. And then uh, he says to make your opponent not ever feel safe, but I don't know. Like it's so coin flippy. It's so, uh, I guess coin flip isn't right. It's like a dice roll because you have four grades. Yeah. Potentially like five. A 25 probably 25% chance or less that you get the first skill the first skill to go off and yeah. approximately like a 30 33% chance or like a 
33% chance it matters a lot, mm-hmm. and then, like, varying percents that it matters, like... So, probably, it's probably, like, uh, in, in the area, area of, like, 45% chance that it does something to your opponent's guarding strategy. Yeah. But, like, and it doesn't stop protectives, right? No, mm-hmm. it doesn't. So, like, mix percentage is what you will. I, it's just like, my, I, I dislike cards that I don't know what I'm getting out of, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I would say the same, but at least in Leopold's case, it's one or the other, and they're both positive, uh, whereas this is either positive or nothing. Right. Yeah, so, I don't so, know, like, low floor, high ceiling. So one question that comes to me with this card is, mm-hmm. this milling my opponent's deck, right? That is technically a win condition one could have in this game. Yes. Yeah. So, is it so what you know as we're going through the set, the question I'm I, you know I want to keep like in the back of my mind is like, are there any mega colony cards kind of supporting this opponent mill strategy? And that's kind of like the other side of this card because if there is, then now you have now a card that's kind of doing two things at once, mm-hmm. which which is, is much different than a card that's kind of like getting effect or not. I mean, I like the idea of Vanguard having a like a bona fide mill deck. That would be kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Also, for some reason, I play two decks that like to mill themselves, and I guess Bushrod is like, let's give the middle finger to Atlas in particular because I mean, he plays yeah. Grand Blue and Great Nature. So fuck, well, fuck just him, stop. Yeah, sure, <laughs> that's gonna work. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, looking at this card, I just can't decide. Okay, on the plus side, you will, at the least, get a protect gift and an extra drive check. That yeah. is always going to happen. Yes. Now, you don't really get to do anything after that turn, like, if you're mm-hmm. stuck on him for whatever reason. like, or if you Now, then again, this is in a deck that has two cards that search grade three, so probably not. Yeah. But, uh, like, I want to, to compare him to Imperial Daughter, because... Like, they kind of have the same vibe going for me, except, like, his additional benefit is kind of locked behind this dice roll of milling your opponent's deck, where Imperial Daughter, you just kind of need to ride it twice. Yeah. I mean, plus side with the the, the first effect is that it's free. So, mm-hmm. yeah, something's going to happen. I, and then for the, like, the second still, it's like, oh my god, too slow. Um, yeah, I mean... You definitely play this card, if nothing else, because it's an advantage engine, so... Sure. I'm just gonna stick to my medium rating, because... Fucking, I don't know. Alright. Uh... <laughs> cool. Matt? So, uh, next card is a uh, an old favorite, Destruction Dragon Dark Rex. Uh... It's like the exact same art. So <laughs> No, it is not. Not <laughs> no, even this close. art is actually much worse. Uh, yeah. No, the old, the old art was much cooler. There was, like, red on it. This is, like, just kind of sallow. I also don't like how the body is shaped. Anyway, it's a grade 3 uh, Excel gift, you know, all that nonsense. Yeah. And it has an act in drop zone that says, if your vanguard is grade 2 or greater and you did not ride during this turn, you can discard to equipped gauge and ride this card as stand or call it to rearguard circle. And then it has a continuous on Vanguard or Rearguard Circle that during the battle it attacks, this unit gets power plus 2,000 for each of your equipped gauges. So, could be big. I kind of like it. It's not... I'm not, like, too jazzed by it. Like, the old Dark Rex, where you could superior ride in the middle of the battle phase, this is, like, early Vanguard before break rides, even. So that, that was cool. That was, like, something that captured the imagination. This is just kind of... Okay... 
I either get a rear and, guard or an Excel gift, I guess. I mean, what I like about this card is that it's giving your equip gauge like inherent value now. Mm-hmm. Yes, instead of because just... now you can spend equip gauge to to play cards. Yes. Before, it was just either the cards go to your hand or they are spent for other effects. Mm-hmm. And not even that. It was like Gigarex, and that was kind of it. So I think it's possible his card's just good. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like a good yeah. two-of. Like, if you do a 4-3-2 thing going on. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. worst case, you, like, discard this thing to a PG, call it call it next turn off, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Go or off. Or, or, or hell, even, like, I'm stuck on two, and I get this off an equip gauge, and then I, you know... Mil- or, you know, it gets killed off or intercept or whatever. Yeah. Now it's in drop You zone. heal it out of your damage or something. Yeah, and then you can just, you can get a ride without using your hand. So you get, if you're doing Excel 2, that is a plus 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's not very flashy. I think it would have been cool if it was, like, end of battle that Vanguard attacked. Something, something. Maybe, like, up the cost a little bit so you can do a superior ride. I don't know. I... I said it. I said it before. I like cards that I know what I'm getting out of it. Mm-hmm. I know this card is always going to do what its text says. Yeah. And it's just and it's like doing. It's making the equip gauge do something that it doesn't normally do. Correct. Which is really really nice. And it's like yeah. it effectively turns equip you know equip gauge into plusing. So now you know you if you combine it with the VR right, you play you know like maybe a draw figure from hand. Hey, I'm going to make this an equip gauge. Pop your guy. All right, I'm gonna uh, put another rearguard in that you know maybe kind of has you know, lost its usefulness. Pop your other guy. I'm gonna discard these two equip gauge. Let me call Deathrex to Excel Circle. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, if you have any equip gauge laying out, you know, it's hitting 24, which is nice. Or I guess if you have a the Excel two, it's hitting 19, which is still good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, like, hit nice, hit nice numbers. Yeah. It, it it's good, but it's not very flashy. Also, uh, one problem with like. Tachi's things, like, if you didn't recover Equip Gauge, it was kind of lost forever. Now this is something that almost wants to be Equip Gauge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're like, alright, cool, now this is in the drop zone where I can use it again. So Yeah. Yeah, so what's cool about Equip Gauge, too, is you see a lot more cards, like, over the course of the game. Yeah. So you're, like, mm-hmm. more likely to find, like, even low co- even low numbers of this guy. Yeah. So, like, playing two is, like, really, really appealing. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I then, just realized that... Like, as long as you can just add on to what Matt said, like, if you draw it, fine, you play it, and then if it ends up in your drop zone, however, then you can just play it with its ability, so... Are you, it's kind of nice... Right? Oh, go on, sorry. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, it's kind of nice to have, and then I guess you hope never to ride it. I mean, even if you ride it, right, it gives you a cell circle, draws mm-hmm. a card, it kind of sucks, right? Yeah. But then you can, if you ride over it and you soul blast it, you're like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and even if you do ride it, it's still like it still gets power as a vanguard, so it's not a complete, you know, bust. You at least get like a big vanguard. Yeah, I mean, unoptimal. It, it, unoptimal. It's very underwhelming. But the fact that you can soul blast and get value by so, like not mm-hmm. only by the effect that you soul blast it to get, also by the fact that it's just in your drop zone now. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is almost like Tachikaze's Rising Phoenix. Yeah, it's nice. It's good shit. Yeah, I like it. Good mm-hmm. shit. So there's another triple R for uh, for for our favorite armored dinos. Uh, clear out a dragon, sweeper, cr- <laughs> sweeper a crocanto. Sweeper a crocanto. These names are absolutely absurd, and I just, I cannot. So this has, uh, it is a grade 2 9k for Tachikaze. It has an auto on rearguard circle once per turn. When it attacks the vanguard, you can put the top card of your deck face down as a quip gauge for this unit. And that's only on rearguard circle. 
and then it says, continuous, regard circle, this unit gets power plus 5,000 for each of this unit's equip gauges, and if it has three or more equip gauges, it cannot be chosen by your opponent's card abilities. Mm. Remember what I was talking about with uh, Anger Blader, where you're incentivized to keep your front row alive? Yeah. You rang? Like, this it's is... that guy. Yeah, it's that yeah. guy. <laughs> it's that boy. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I assume everyone's just going to play forward this card and call it a day? Oh, of course. I yeah. Mean, th this, uh, this takes over the role of uh, Megarex, who was like your big beat stick. Um, this guy not only gives you equip gauges, also a beat stick. Yeah. Oh, And, and eventually he can't target. Yeah, and also, uh, his base power stays the same on the opponent's turn with gauges. Oh, yeah. You have three <laughs> equip gauges on this guy, he's 24k, can't be targeted on your opponent's turn. Get yep. fucked, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! Seems great. This is also great in premium too, because then you're like, suck a lemon, fucking Denial Griffin. Yeah, it's just mm -hmm. like, all right, twenty twenty nine k your face, and you're like, well, fuck yeah. me, I guess. One thing yeah, that, those cards those cards fucking great. One thing that Excel clans have a little bit of a problem with is that not enough like grade twos want to be in the not Excel circle. I think this is one of the guys who wants to be not in the Excel circle. Well, obviously. Because he can you do whatever want, the fuck he wants anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I would just be wanting to jam fucking uh, Death Rex over in the fucking Excel circle. Or Dark Rex, sorry, not Death Rex. Yeah. Dark Rex would be good. Um, yeah. All right. Because that guy, if he's only getting 5k, he can still, like, have, like if, let's say you have six equip gauges. Like, yeah. let's say you have two like two of these fucker... Two, let's say you have, like, one of these clear-out dragons with, like, three equip gauges and some guy, the guy with, like, you know, one or two, right? Yeah. Mm hmm then Deathrex over there in the Excel circle is like 29k. Yeah. Which is a good number. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, it is. Alright. Uh, this one I'm a little excited for vicariously, if that makes sense. Uh, uh -huh. Welcome back, Bad End Dragger. So if anyone, I played a little bit of this guy. Yeah, if you remember the break ride from back in the day. So the, his new version is he is, you know, 13k, Force Gift. Uh, on Vayner Rear, when it attacks, you can counterblast one and put a rear guard on the bottom of your deck, and this unit gets plus 5k and plus a crit until the end of the battle. That's fine. The other skill is when it's rode upon, you call this uh, card to rear guard and retire all of your opponent's rear guards in the column where it was called. Sounds huh. like fun. Yeah. I like this card. It's sweet. So, yeah. both of those skills are pretty solid, and I can think of no downsides. What I can think of is a super funny upside uh, for premium format. So I want to introduce you all to a little stride named Divine Hand Good End Dragger. So, from way long in the past, uh, his skill is Counterblast 1, choose a card from your hand, put it into your soul. At the end of the battle that he attacked a Vanguard, if you have a heart card with Bad End in its card name, you may pay the cost. If you do, put this card in your G-Zone face up. Search your deck for two grade three cards. Choose one from among them, call it to an open rear, and ride the rest as rest, and shuffle your deck. So, the way the ruling for this works is that if you have all five rear guard circles full up, you ride both of the grade threes that you search off of this effect, one after the other, and both ride skills are then procced one after the other. So, if you stride over a bad end dragger, and then you search another bad end dragger and say... I don't know, a bull spike, and then ride them both, you then get two force gifts, two free uh, bad end draggers called a rear guard circle and a retire on both columns. And then if you attack with them and you're, like, throwing the ball back and forth, you can then add crits to that. 
That's hilarious. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it this al- sounds like fun. It almost made me want to pick up sprites for premium, but I didn't because I have too many fucking <laughs> decks anyway. So, right? Uh, yeah, th- this dude's like pretty pretty solid, but like just that premium combo is so fucking spicy. If only, right? Well, Spikes only mm. has the spiciest premium combos, to be fair. That's true. Yeah. But this also means that you can run Bull Spike in premium and still get his effects off, because both mm-hmm. of those are passive. So, with yeah, good end my... you're still doing it. Yeah, my uh, braid is much too small to play Spikes in premium, I think. I mean, you're, you're the one with your masters. We, we're sitting over here. Yeah, and my braid is too small, so. Okay. Gotta make them big brain plays. Alright, whatever. Other one is, uh, uh, there's another one, uh, Mr. Powerback Ronaldo. Uh, so he's a 10k grade 2. On Vanna Rear, when placed from hand, you counterblast one, put a card from your hand into soul. Up oh, there it is. <laughs> Putting a card from hand into soul, it's back. Look at the same number of cards in the top of your deck as your Vanguard's grade. Call up to three cards from among them to rear, and put the rest on the bottom of your deck in any order. Hey, I love gold paladin cards. Yep. <laughs> so this is just Gyro Slinger as a grade 2, except you can call more stuff. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, this card has to be good, right? Like, it's a counterblast one, discard one, call three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can do it when you ride grade two. Yeah, or you can call yeah. two and fucking why not? Yeah. Or, uh, this card okay. seems nuts. Here's the fun thing with this: even if you call a trigger off of it, you can just use bad end to put it back in deck. Yeah. Cool. Yep. God forbid you call this idiot during the battle phase or some nonsense. Yeah. Or in premium, you can then look at four cards from the top of your deck. That's true. That's disgusting. (laughs) So this guy is unequivocally good, and I I I don't see a reason why it wouldn't be. So I mean, I like inherent plus twos, dude. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Big big fan. (laughs) And I love being able to rush people early. Yeah, don't we all? Suck on that. uh, What's his name? Spike Bouncer. Oh, speaking of break rides, unrivaled blade rogue Cyclomatooth. So, he is a grade 3 protect gift, 12k. Auto, Vanguard, Rearguard. When it attacks, you can... Uh, when it attacks a Vanguard, you can Caron Blast 1, Soul Blast 1. Gets 10,000 power until the end of turn. Then, mill the top card of your opponent's deck, and if it's a grade 1 or greater card, it gets critical until the end of turn. And then, when rode upon, your opponent chooses a card from his or her hand, discards it, and your Vanguard gets 5,000 power f- until end of turn for each of that card's grades. Why couldn't they word the other guy's ability like this? What, one or greater? If you mill it, of... yeah, grade one or greater is like two-thirds of your opponent's deck. Yeah. Like, most of the time, this idiot's gonna get a fucking crit. Yep. Um, no. I, I mean, getting that Nubatama effect by being Rotopon is nice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, th- this seems like a, a nice, like, first ride or something, because you can at least yeah. get the, uh... Like... It's a nice pressure unit because it has that. It'll most likely have the crit. Uh, it's a crit 10, or your opponent's build a trigger or whatever. Yeah, and then like has the inherent power gain from ten thousand power. It does not call itself after being rolled upon, which kind of sucks, but whatever. And bad end dragger <laughs> smiles to himself. Yeah. And also that one Darukami kind of break ride. I think the tonic stinger. Yes. So, this card's fine. Yeah. Like, I think it's pretty sweet. Uh, Hal says that, like, 
We're probably not going to use the right effect just because gunning Colio is more consistent as an advantage engine. Like, this doesn't get you anything to, uh, like, survive other than the inherent protect gift, but... And I don't remember, like, how good uh, Mega Colony's advantage engine is. Um, they have an, an easy way to search grade threes. So that's kind of the extent of it. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah, but, I think, like, the break ride skill is kind of limited by just wanting gunning Colio for that advantage. Yeah. The, uh, so on How's Notes, he says, uh, for the last bullet point for Cyclomative, in premium, it will have a spot, probably replace Antlion. Uh, to that, I say no. Like, at all. Because what? you are not guaranteed the crit. Even if it's if it's two-thirds of the time, you are not guaranteed the crit. And the point of Antlion is to pressure with crits. So even though you are spending more resources to get the crit ability and the, and the Sentinel block, you want that over just, okay, I don't have to use any cards in hand, but maybe I'll get a crit. Like like you said, you like cards that you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. And if Antlion is your win condition combined with Zoa or something, then Cyclomatooth is not needed for that role. Now, uh, it's a pretty good as, like, the Gridora Stride that uh, lets you search a grade 3 and call it. Uh, mm-hmm. This is pretty good for that, because you can just go, all right, call mm-hmm. it from deck, and this is a good attacker. It's not time for Antlion yet, but I need a good, like, beat stick. This is good for that. Um, that's really all I can say about it. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm just going to come down on calling it medium, like Gunning Colio, except <laughs> this one is more, like, definitive. Like Hal said, it's a good pressure tool, and then, yeah, like, I think Gunning Colio's advantage engine kind of overrides the break ride ability. So, our other... Or triple R, a spear attack mugit, Megalara Lancer. Jesus, that names? is a name. What is with <laughs> these names? Yeah. All right, then. It is a grade 2 9k, so auto rear guard. When it attacks a vanguard, it gets 2,000 until end of battle for each of your opponent's rested rear guards. Then you can put a rear guard into your soul, and your opponent can't intercept until the end of turn. So 21k, no intercepts? Okay. Oh, no, rest rear guards. So 19k, no intercepts? Mm-hmm. And the, I guess, like, you can accelerate to grade 3, but isn't Gunning Colio an act? Yeah, it's an act ability, so that doesn't really matter. I mean, what's even the point? Like, whenever Bushroot has, like, these no intercepting abilities as the end goal, it's very mm-hmm. underwhelming because I, I think they put more into intercepting than people think. Yeah. The only thing that really yeah. hurts is like, oh, protect two, but it's like, who cares really? I feel like you're just gonna like you'd play, play this guy as like a 19k beater, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, said that it's a soul engine, which sure, I guess you can use it with Cyclomatooth, and then like he said, you can accelerate grade threes with it, but like you're probably not going to call any grade threes until you're already you've already ridden to grade three, so. Accelerating it doesn't really matter because you have you can only shove it in the battle phase, which means like by the time you can actually take advantage of that grade three in the soul, it'll have already been your second grade three turn. Best way to think of it is like if you have the grade three you want to use, and then 
Lancer, mm-hmm. and then you put, you stick a grade three in the back row for whatever reason, and then do that in the battlefield. Like that's the only way I could think of it. Yeah, but I just don't really see a reason. You don't get Cyclomatus break ride, and it doesn't really accelerate gunning Colio. I mean, the only literally the only thing that works with it in that way is uh, Antlion. Mm-hmm. Set up Antlion. That's kind of it. I guess. He says, probably play some in premium as is an early game tool. It's not a bad idea, just to be a mm-hmm. beat stick. It's fine, I guess. I guess in premium, it's a little better for accelerating Antlion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This card seems a little underwhelming to me. Makes sense. Um, there's a cat. So, next is the Tach- now we're at the double R's. This is the Tachikazi double R's Turbo Smilodon. Uh, it's a Robocat. And this card is very simple. Grade 2 9k. When, uh, on van or rear, when placed, or when it attacks the Vanguard, you may put the top card of your deck face down as an equip gauge on one of your rear guards. Free still. Works when you ride it and when you hit it. Fucking why not? It's like if you ride this on your grade two and you have a and you call a stupid grade one because you know you're you're a crazy guy. Yeah. Or you might just do it because you know you're gonna have to ride this idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> then you're just like, cool. Let me um, let me just dump two equip gauges on this idiot. Yeah. Just right there. Bam. Got him. For free. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I mean, this card kind of not really much to say about it. Uh. Yeah. I think uh, the other cards kind of make it give a little more sense. So let's go ahead and talk about Savage Academia. Uh, Grade to 8k. Oh shit. uh, Better be worth it. uh, Act on rearguard circle only. You can soul blast one and rest this unit to call one of this unit's equip gauges to rearguard circle. Okay. No counter blast. Does use a soul blast. And resting unit to call an equip gauge to rearguard circle. So stick this behind Vanguard and just use it as a farm, basically. Yeah, basically. All right. Um, here's another. You could thing. do that, or you could kind of shove it in like the back of one of your columns. It's like not really imp- like that. You have something big in front, so it's not really important that it would be boosting. Yeah. Depending on like what numbers you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, that is. I mean, this seems like a tech card more than anything else, but still. I will say, writing this is fucking awful. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, that's why, I mean, tech... Okay, here's the fun thing you can do. So, with uh, with Angerblader, you put a rearguard that's like an on-call ability mm-hmm. that you've already used into as an equip gauge for Academian. Academian. Ugh, sorry. Uh, to retire something. And then use Academian skill to then call that thing back out and reuse the skill. So, mm-hmm. it should be noted that Academian skill is not once per turn. Yes, but it, it does not But it does require her to be rested. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that Angerblader's restanding stuff is uh, in the battle phase, because I would have been... Right. Real, real imagine, f- though. Imagine. <laughs> the fuckery. Yeah, they just need to print some nonsense that stands units during our main phase. You can just go off. <laughs> but you know, even like even, even if you get like a couple cards out of this, like it's still pretty valuable. And the fact that you, mm-hmm. you get you could look at your equip gauge, right? Yes, the opponent yeah. cannot. Yeah. Not, you can. Right, right. So you could always like choose like the best for your equip gauges. So now like you're rewarded for having like more equip gauge in the sense that, uh, like what it, like it gives you more selection of what cards you want. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, like, if you put, like, an equip gauge under your Academia that's already good, like, you know, Dark Rex or something, mm-hmm. then you can just be like, all right, I'm not going to put additional equip gauges on Academia because I already know I have something good under there. Yeah. Um, so, like, you can, you can always, like, make those decisions as you go. Mm-hmm. But, like, her, the problem with it is that having equip gauges under her is not useful, like, other than paying it for stuff. And, like, meeting conditions occasionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, the problem with Tachikaze is that their great team lineup is rather crowded. Yes, it was before and this... this, and it will be, and it is because of this set: the cat, the um, you know, sweeper, and then this get like you're you're gonna be hard pressed to find space. Um, Just up, uh, play less grade ones forehead. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I mean, also uh, Savage Raider is another one. I think mm-hmm. you might like. I think you can run a deck that is less focused on retiring your own stuff so that you can take out things like Megarex to make room for the newer stuff. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems seems pretty good. I find it funny that they made her an SP for some reason. Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay, then. So the next card is Sharp Thorn Dragon Pull Canspine. These fucking names, like, actually absurd. Uh, so does, it is a grade 1 7k, so it is a little understated as well. And it has uh, auto, when it is retired from your guard circle, activate all of the effects below according to the sum of the number of your equipped gauges. One or more, soul charge one. Two or more, counter charge one. Three or more, move all of this card's equipped gauges to one of your other rear guards. I love this thing. This thing's great. Yes! <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much sold at counter charge one, soul charge one. And then you get to keep the equip gauges you put on this idiot? Yes. <laughs> like, come on. Seems okay. great to me. Th- this is crazy, and, uh... Yeah, th- this is, like, an instant three to four of. Um... Just, Jesus, fuck. We needed that... They needed that so bad. Um, yeah, this card's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Good on him. Um, it's not terrifying at all. No. It's, like, almost cute. It's like weird. It's utility, but it's uh oh, you mean the, the art? Drag- the, yeah, yeah, the, the art, art is like yeah. it's a purple dragon. So basically, this is Barney the dinosaur for Tachikaze. <laughs> it. yeah, it's a it's a it's a mecha Barney the dinosaur. That's exactly right. Yep. Somebody Photoshop that and tweet us that next. Except tonight. it's a Barney the dinosaur. If when you killed Barney, you got resources. Yes. <laughs> so it's like a pinata Barney, I guess. I believe that was after the series finale. Selena Gomez murdered him and ate his tasty entrails. <laughs> Wait, was she on that show? She was when she was a kid. Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. All right. Fucking rich parents, man. Yep. All right. Dunwild Wolf. It's a grade three. 13k with the force gifts, and uh, this dude just looked like Remus Lupin went into football. So, on Vanner Rear, when it attacks, you can Soul Blast 3, Grave 3s. Okay. Jeez. And put any number of rear guards in the bottom of your deck in any order. And until the end of that battle, when your opponent would call cards from his or her hand to guard circle, he or she can only call the number of cards or more as the number of cards put on the bottom of your deck for this cost. <laughs> God damn, that was a mouthful. Um... That's weird. What? Yeah, like... I mean, Spikes does like to put cards from hand into soul, so... I, I got I that. And, like, general safe read, right? But... Mm-hmm. Okay, so... With this dude... The max you can make them guard with is four. It's the number Yeah, of, why not five? 
If you had it on if you ride it on your Vanguard circle, you could just put your entire board back into the bottom of your deck. They can only guard with five cards from their hand. I mean, it's not putting himself, right? Well, yeah, but you can, can ride on him. your Vanguard circle. Oh, right. I mean, I guess, but so yeah, just rewind your whole board, and then your opponent can only call five cards to guard. <laughs> sure. So so it's it's four. It's like however many you put back exactly. Uh, no, or more. So like five plus cards. Yeah. So, if this ends up being played, it seems like you would just save your PGs for, you know, before, and then just save your big shields for this. I don't know, it just seems like Waterfall did it better. I think this card's not good. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. This card is funny, but I don't know if you're going to accomplish anything with it other than dunking on someone in hilarious fashion. Let me tell you where this card loses me. At Soul Blast, three grade threes. Yeah. Yep. That's the kicker. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why couldn't it just be Soul Blast three? That's fine. Like you're already you're already getting rid of your whole board. Like, are those like two game. grade threes? Yeah. But somebody is going to play this, and they're going to dunk on their opponent hilariously. Oh, I'm sure. Because who can actually afford to call five cards to guard consistently for three attacks? Hmm. <laughs> mm. Probably no one. It's wait. It's uh, when it Honestly, attacks. Uh, so it's only for his battle. It's not like you're doing it every time. Right. Yes. So. Oh, maybe, it's only when he attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It's like even worse. Okay. Now imagine if this was like an axe skill, right? Oh yeah, this card would be suddenly sweet. Yeah, because you, you you flush your whole board away, and it's like okay, and then you spend the rest of your hand to make a new board. And then just okay, gotta gotta use five or more cards every time I attack, and I'm using uh, you know general safe read. If if I hit, I'm restanding stuff too. So <laughs> like, you just try to kill him. Yeah, no, that would be pretty awesome. But no, this is just kind of. And then someone minus. tries to use this in premium and gets the Nile Griffin. Yep, and uh, also they made this one the SP because why not? Can we, uh, can we pretend this card doesn't exist? Okay, let's move on to the next one. Deranged right. Thaddeus, 10k grade 2. Uh, on rear, when it attacks, counterblast 1 and move all of your force markers to this unit circle. Okay. And then okay. when it's t- when its attack hits, if this unit circle has a force marker, choose one of your opponent's rear guards and retire it. Also okay. Yeah. Okay. Seems like you would do this in, um, in general safe raid more. Like, as a two-of, maybe. Because it's... When he attacks, it's either... They... Either you retire something, or you retire something. And restand. Mm-hmm. So, fine. Um, medium plus, I guess. Not too not too crazy. It's just fine. Yeah. Uh, and then the one after that, because I guess they put three in a row. Cool. Uh, Snapper Devil. Um, this one sounds al- almost dirty. The name... It's a uh, 8k grade one on Van when its attack hits draw cards. They gave him their own. Uh... Yo, I love cards to say that. I know, right? <laughs> so just turn two. You're going first. Sweet, guarded or I draw a card. And then on rear when it boosts, you can counterblast one and move all of your force markers to the boosted unit circle. Why this moving a force marker thing? Football. I mean, sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, the the what you would want to do in this case is put two of them in the on the corners in the back row and then just pass it back and forth. Mm-hmm. With uh, with Seyfried. 
So, yeah, seems pretty good. I like that one better than the Drake 2. Than Thaddeus. Um, and also, just being an on-hit draw on turn 2 is super good. So, yeah. Kick it, Root Beer. <laughs> Alright. Prismatic Mutant Stagger 7. Uh, went, so, grade 3, no force gift, 12k, or no gift, uh, 12k. So, auto, rearguard circle, when it attacks a vanguard, if all the units are rest, cost counter blast 1 until the end of that battle, this unit gets power plus 20,000, then you can soul blast 2 grade 3s. Your opponent chooses a card from his or her hand, discard it, and they can only call cards with the discarded grade from hand. Not bad. Yeah. Alright. This is... What Hal claims is the real finisher, because you have a sort of guard restrict, although I think if they can afford it, your opponent will just discard a grade zero and have the best shields for that. But it is still very large at uh, 32,000, 37 if you play Protect 2. Uh, Hal says you're probably only going to play a couple of it because it has no gift, so you really don't want to ride this card. And you really, because you have to soul blast two grade threes, you're really saving it for that last turn. Yeah. That's sweet. And yeah. everything must be rested, including your own stuff, so he is the last attack of your turn. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, does Mega Colony have a way to rest? I assume Mega Colony has ways to make sure all the opponent's shit is rested at all times. Yeah, I mean, nothing that stuff. we've seen, but they have other stuff. Mm hmm. Although, if you're rebuilding the deck to kind of fit with the new theme. I don't know how much stunning stuff you have. Right. I'm not sure either. Like, yeah. in premium you have, like, lots of stuff that it's like, alright, rest everything, because fuck it. Like, yeah. There's a starter <laughs> that's like, counterblast, put in soul, draw a card, rest everything on your opponent's side. Like, but it, it would be it's pretty annoying if my opponent had the out of just not boosting Vanguard ever. And just, like, putting a unit back there and, like, negating this ability. I mean, I would. Right. Yeah. I guess, it, I guess it depends on what kind of deck your opponent is using. If you can... If you're paying attention to all their cards and it doesn't look like they have any stun or they only have very few stuns, then I would just, like, leave a card standing. Mm -hmm. Seems good. Makes mm -hmm. sense. What else we got? Uh... Machining ornamental. What? Yeah, I'm just gonna. Even Hal is wondering what the fuck this name is. Yeah, he, so, he, he writes machining is ornamental. Grade three. He, he writes machining ornamental double R. What kind of name is that? Close friends. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. So grade three, twelve K force gift. So auto vanguard rear guard one place. Oh yeah, protect gift. I, I don't know why I keep saying force gift. <laughs> He's used to Bermuda. I mean protect. Protect 2 is kind of a force gift. So, auto, vanguard, rearguard, one place. Rest all the other rearguards and perform one of the effects below. Or you can soul blast a grade 3 machining and perform both instead of one. Choose all of your rested rearguards and they get power plus 5,000 until end of turn. Or your opponent can only stand up to two of their units on their next stand phase. What? One of these things is not like the other. Well... <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Why would you not choose the second one ever? What you don't want to give power to your rested rearguards? Come on, man. I mean, I mean that's my that's machining's gimmick because they rest their own stuff and then restand themselves. I mean, well, that, that's meant to work with Spark Hercules, sure, but just Jesus Christ! 
And it's yeah. yet another Soul like, Blaster Raid 3. Why? It has to be a machining card now, too. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. Like, it's a good card. You can force your Although, if your opponent only had two units to begin with, that's just kind of an oof. Yeah. I, I love Howe's uh, notes on this. Standard is getting stunned, bitches. Give us back our mechanic, Murakumo. Machining deck only. Useless and premium. Please don't do it. And then, oof, excel <laughs> decks that's not Silverthorn. Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Um, yeah, this card is fine. All the... I'm doubt. I question its effectiveness because your opponent still gets two units, so they're obviously going to stand their vanguard. And then, depending on what kind of deck you're playing against, they might have the tools to kind of rebuild their board. Yeah, it seems matchup dependent. Which, uh, mm -hmm. if they ever give vanguard a side deck, seems like it'd be good for that. But yeah, that's kind of it. But you'd have to side deck an entire machining deck as your backup. Yeah, let's do it. I assume you're running mo mostly like you machine stuff, yeah. <coughs> We're, it's, like, it's like fighting Injectors, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ugh, don't even remind me about Injectors. <laughs> Alright. So his next and card that... is the exact opposite of Atlas. <laughs> it is Brawny Jerk. So, grade 1, 8k. Auto, rearguard circle, one place, soul blast 1, it gets 6,000 power until end of turn. Put the top card of your opponent's deck in the drop zone, it's grade 1 and greater, soul charge. And then... When it boosts a unit that attacks a grade 3 or greater vanguard, discard a card, your opponent also discards a card. What? Weird. Uh, I really hate both of us discarding for no reason, but you know. <laughs> uh, otherwise, a 14k grade 1. Which that can like... maybe soul charge. That's weird. It's... That's the thing that is this. Also, yeah. you know, the funniest thing about what Matt just said about it being the opposite of me, that's, like, possibly insulting in about four different ways, <laughs> and I don't know which one it is. <laughs> which... <sighs> okay. This thing is does not deserve to be a double R, and... Yeah. Even how is kind of like, it's an early game beater question mark, and then... It can hit high numbers when it's boosting, and then, yeah, no one is probably going to use the second skill, but it's nice to have, I guess. I love how, like, trying to be optimistic he is, and then just by that one, he gave up. <laughs> He's like... Like, what do you do? <laughs> it's so, like, like, why? Yeah. Yeah, like, at most, it's going to make... The Prismatic Mutant dude, bigger, for when you have that insanely high guard restrict. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. That's it for all the high rarity stuff. Yeah, so now comes Wait. the part where we uh, talk about any rares or commons that interest us. Um, I can't believe that how how wrote... Uh, one, like, one other card... For it, so I'll let you take that root beer. Um, Alright. Yeah. Yeah, let's just do that. Hiding Killer Leaf. So it's a grade 2, 9k. Auto, Vanguard, Rearguard Circle. When it attacks a Vanguard, Counterblast 1, Soul Blast 1, gains 10,000 power, and then put the top card of your opponent's deck into the drop zone. If it's grade 1 or greater, you draw. Cool. Alright. That's yeah. good. You're, you're getting a tangible thing and possibly another tangible thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, 
he said, Hal says this car is great. Why the hell is it a rare? Why don't we replace Brown, you jerk? <laughs> we'll make it ch- ever so slightly cheaper. <laughs> I cannot say enough good things about this card like, oh my god. Um, let's see. Matt, do you have any? Uh, nothing serious. I have a joke one. If uh, Go ahead. Alright, so Savage Mercenary. <laughs> it's a grade 3 no gift. It can't be normal ridden. But, listen to this shit. It has 27k power. <laughs> <laughs> it has another continuous skill on Rearguard Circle. That if you have no units with the equip gauge in your same column as this unit, it can't attack. <laughs> but it's just a printed 27k grade 3. Just because why not? It's a very weird card. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> oh. Immediately I have pe- another weird card after this. Immediately people started thinking of ways to meme that card. They were like, alright, use the Spino Commando break ride. From, or the the one that like makes you infinite break ride. Uh in premium, and then you can ride this guy from Seoul, and then now you're 27 k base. Yeah! I can't wait for the inevitability and standard when they end up letting you ride this guy somehow, <laughs> and then they have to, like, ban him or some dumbass shit. Oh, something great. like, you, like, they introduce a mechanic like, alright, you, you can now ride from deck for fuck you reasons or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then like this guy's the, this guy ends up being ridden, and they have to like ban him for no fucking. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'll like, I'll <laughs> I like... timeline. Exactly. Um, Rupert, you said you had another one. Yeah, this one is also basically a mean card. Or machining centipede, so it's a grade three, twelve k with a protect gift. So act Vanguard for your guard. Counterblast one. Choose the same number of your opponent's units as the number of your rested rear guards, and until your opponent's next turn, those units lose twin drive, intercept, and boost, and cannot gain them, and then stand this unit. Cannot gain them? What? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Yeah, you just turn off whatever their grade skill is, and they can't get it back. That's kind of interesting, though. I have a lot of questions, and I'm not even sure how to phrase them. Okay, so... Alright, Counterblast. Same number right. of rested rear guards. Let me ask it this way. What if, what if your opponent has some grade 3, like, let's 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 even use the Mega Colony Idiot, right? Let's yeah. use fucking... What is that guy's name again? Which one? Gunning Colio, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. it's an on-ride, so it doesn't even fucking matter, right? Yeah. Because if, if, you, if you choose your opponent's Vanguard and your opponent rerides, they're going to have Twin Drive, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a new unit. I mean, at the same time, it works with... Uh, wait, it says... Yeah, end of the opponent's next turn. So if it's, if it's a deck that doesn't call very often, you can shut off all their boosters. You uh-huh. can shut off Intercept for the turn. And uh, if you're playing against Royal Paladin, it's like a special fuck you. Mm-hmm. For some reason, oh wait, no, it, it loses twin drive, so you can still keep uh, drive checks. So, oh, but they can re-ride. Yeah, no, no, no. I and mean, then you have twin driving. Oh no, the thing with mm-hmm. uh, Gancelot making blaster blade a rear guard or a oh, I see. yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but it only turns off twin drive. That means your opponent still gets a drive check simply for being a vanguard. I mean, sure, but that's still losing the card at that point mm-hmm. in the game. So, funny meme. Um, I have two that are spike right. related. There's Offensive Punter, grade 1, 8k, he's a rare. 
uh, on rear when it boosts, Soul Blast, and he gets plus 2k till end of battle. And then at the end of the battle, you draw a card and put this unit on the bottom of your deck. And then when he is rode upon, you can call him to rear. Okay. So this is kind of middle of the road, but it also means that Spike Brothers now have two grade ones that you want to ride, which means, cool, more early game shit. Mm-hmm. Medusa. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the other one was uh, Detonate Barrel. Barrel. Grade 2, 10k. On rear, when it attacks, you can Soul Blast a copy of him, and then draw a card, and this unit gets plus 10k till end of battle. So this is just screaming, put me in safe read. <laughs> what a weird card. Also, he's shooting a fucking rocket out of his knees, so that was more what I was interested in, was the rocket <laughs> knees than All anything right. else. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the... the I, I'm, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not good at kind of like a spatial... Construction. So I don't know how this, how his leg works, really. Sure. Me neither. But you know, go him. I mean, <laughs> I think it's a prosthetic. Yeah. I mean, I'd hope a, so. Probably. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I was born that way, but I don't. I don't expect everybody to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else have any any other ones? Oh yeah, uh, cheer, cheer girl, cheer girl Tiara. Got God fucking card. damn it! Wait. Oh, she got new art. Uh, yeah, she's in the set. Oh, she just got reprinted. That's what you mean. <laughs> yeah. But you meant like she got new art or something. You know, along, along with our boy Matt Trainer. Yeah, because he Matt's helping. Um. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think we're out of out of cards to talk about. So instead, I will say this: uh, if you would like more details about the Spike Brothers cards in this set, go to Living Proof's channel because he goes through every single new card in this set and goes in depth on them. So that's cool. There there are no equivalents for Tachikaze, unfortunately. And for Magic Colony, there's nobody for that, but you have house notes, so that kind of works. Um, who I won mean, this set? I don't know. I, on his face, I think Spike Brothers. Disagree. I think Tachikaze won. Hmm. But uh, I am, I've been wrong about many things before. What I can yeah. say is that, uh, at least in premium... Spike Brothers got so many, like, weird new things to play with. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, for Standard, I think Tachikaze might come out on top with that. I think that's where most of the hype is. But Spike Brothers never really gets hype as a clan for some reason. Yeah. No matter how good it is. I don't know. I just think, like, with Bull Spike now and being able to bounce around your Forest Marker, that's potentially three attacks with crits. Or plus 10. On your first... Or you have, like, three force markers on an idiot and, like, plus 30k. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, either way, you have a lot of really strong early pressure, and then sooner or later they're going to have to guard with at least at least one of your attacks, so that means you get to draw a card and potentially retire something, too. Yep. So there's a lot of utility, a lot of advantage, and then being able to bounce around your force markers gives you pretty decent... Um, offensive ability too so I don't know I just feel like with Bull Spike being able to generate advantage and giving the deck more utility that it might be the Dark Horse deck Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised not at all Matt who do you think won uh it's really tough because I think like nobody came out like clearly ahead yeah, but I, I definitely do. I, I definitely do like the uh, spikes and Tachikaze cards more than the Mega Colony cards. Oh yeah, the Mega mm-hmm. Colony lost big time. <laughs> I just don't see a deck for 
Well, yeah, Mega Colony somehow? I think because they tried to do yet another mechanic. Like, mm-hmm. th- they went sideways again. Like, Mega Colony is one of the few clans where going upward with the power creep is kind of needed. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, Murakuma, which they did, which is nice. But, uh, yeah, it seems like, uh, Rupier, what did you call it? Bag of tr- a bag of tricks? Uh-huh. I don't remember. Okay, so, like, I-, I can't remember where I heard it, but someone said that, like, Magic Colony's thing now is just a bag of tricks. Mm. Which is, like, not good, I think. Um, no, you definitely want a coherent strategy in your deck. Yeah. Like, Hal thinks that this is going to be an amazing top-tier deck, but, like, he's super biased. He's also... He's just an optimistic person, so I don't want mm-hmm. to destroy that for him. Like, he claims that it's good against, like, Mordred and Silverthorn and Bermuda, but, like... I mean, and, it could be. Yeah, he like, says he likes playing it with it. Protect 2 as well, so, like, I like, he has to be doing some kind of playtesting, but... Like, I don't know if it's just him being optimistic, like his opponents being bad, or if this is just actually what's happening. I mean, he he says, uh, at worst it's decent, but you do the milling effect so much that one or two of them will be what you want, whatever that means. And then he says, at best the opponent will cry. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, I believe that's the, what that's the best case yeah. scenario for Vanguard, beating your opponent so handily that they cry. I mean, I guess, like, in that case, I think it's just referring more to the fact that the effects are just really annoying. Annoying, sure, but I don't know. I like annoying has always kind of been Mega Colony's thing. I just feel like, based on what we've seen, the deck is seems medium at best. Yeah, I mean, in premium, there's still kind of a dark horse contender with the Dredora Stride mm-hmm. and everything. So may- maybe more of their uh, stuff will catch on there. Like you have the. Yeah. Like I feel like Brawny Jerk would do better in premium, where mm-hmm. you you get so many more cards that discarding one isn't going to be as big of a deal. Like in standard, if you drop a card that's like what one fourth of your hand most of the time. Okay, fine. No one agrees with me. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I think that about does it for this episode of Nexus at Night, guys. Where can people find you out there? You can find me at Wiggums Two G's Two Z's. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. I do the drawings. Yes, he does. Uh, you can find me personally at Atlas Novak uh, on Twitter or Instagram, and you can find this show at Nexus at Night on Twitter or Instagram. I hope you were playing along with your bingo cards this episode that I tweeted out last week. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone got bingo. If they do, please tweet at us. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.